Blog Talk Radio.
it was something that Spirit wanted me to look. And I hope that when I share it with you, it has the same power and effect on you. I am Queen Mother for real, a.k.a. E.I.R. Wolf Alola, and Darlene Dawson, my original name for my blessed parents, Eva Tomuse. And today we're going to use Queen Yanifa and Chief of L.A. Iwo Sara Mimo Temple in Phoenix, Arizona. We are going to use her beautiful, wonderful descriptions of malice in our communities. And so that we will be operating on how that divination applies to the queens who are being the ones opening up the avenues for our nation to come through, I say. So giving thanks and honor to all the divine spirits, I want to reflect on the fact that we are living in a state of understanding and knowledge that's being given to us on a daily basis. So I want to begin by calling for the cool water in our prayers, and we know water has no enemy. So we say cool water, cool head, cool road, cool spiritual home. Thank you, Divine Mother Earth, for giving us our resources. Ifa House of Worship prays for the end of child sexual abuse, the primary root causing intergenerational post-traumatic slave syndrome. We pray protection, love, and safety for all our listeners, for ourselves. May each of our shows yield fruit and plant seeds of change to end child sexual abuse worldwide. So I want to honestly say that each one of us, by telling the secrets that are inside of us, we allow another generation and our families to be free because once we say it, we'll be looking for it, and no one is safe from it. I'm so excited to share with you that on Friday at 7 p.m., yay, yay, Louisa Teach will be in Atlanta, Georgia. 
she will be convening a circle of female priests at Yeye Botanica on Cascade Road. The details are on Meetup Online, and the information comes from Yeye Botanica's uh, group. So you can look up either Yeye Botanica or Louisa Tish on Meetup, and you will find it. And then on Saturday, September 12th, from 11 p.m., uh, our esteemed Yeye will be conducting a workshop on water gazing. And the class is to be held at 1745 Phoenix Boulevard, Suite 440. The fee is $56. And I really want everyone to try to make that uh, meetup because it is very important in terms of the manifestation of abundance for those of us that uh, know that the elders have the words. Our Louisa Tish, Yeye Chief Louisa Tish, has had a magnificent effect on the world. So... That's um, magnificent uh, uh, work that she has done on this earth for many years, over 30 years. And I'm sure a lot of us caught our, our best front teeth fighting with... Uh, the book that um, she manifested, which was uh, the Jambalaya. I know it started me off on my getting on things. The address to Yeye's Botanica is 2323 Cascade Road, Southwest. So I definitely urge everyone to get an opportunity to go in Atlanta, you need to be going because it is going to be magnificent. So let me move forward with why this show came to be. I was sitting on the floor reading Facebook and I happened to wander onto one of the notices, and it was from uh, Queen Ianifa and Chief of Ile Iwosan Orumala Mimo Temple. And it was each Odu talking about the power of malice and. It was magnificent because it was so true. It was so very true as to the various different things that was 
being put out there on the the web, you know, we have so much stuff out there that when we get something that is magnificent, we hold on to it because we know that if we hold on to it, we will find ourselves in a way that will help us to understand what we need to understand. So let me say, King Kamashe, which means I honor, give honor to Ia Abiye, Awo, Agbaye, Oloye, Bayomi, Falade, Aworeni, formerly Obafemi. And she is really magnificently put this together because I received Ogunda She, which talks about being a priestess and the sacrifices that we have to make. And sitting on the floor reading that and then reading the spirit of malice in our Aoife and Arisha global community, I was dumbfounded how it connected me to the old dude that I had because spirit brought me what I needed to do by reading that and it is important important for us to know that the spirit of malice keeps us from manifesting our abundance. We are sitting in hell, our own personal hell, our, our whole mindset, thinking about being mad at somebody and wasting our energy. And the first thing that I like that she said was the Odu Oye Otorapon. And it says, Orumala will forgive me. The forgiving one will forgive me. If water kills a person, people will forgive it. Orumala may, people forgive me in this manner, even as the entire town usually forgives sin. And how does that relate to us? Well, in the name of Olo Damari, the Olo Room with whom we cannot exist, the name of the collective voices of Ifa and its prophetic voice of wisdom, Orumala, Eleri Ibibi, and before the Ori's of our ancestors. And this is written in honor of the, the lineage, our history, our faith, it's time to talk about holding mouth. And I say, and the step one about holding malice is forgiving yourself and allowing yourself to be forgiven by whatever acts that you have done 
you know, even to opening up this passage, Ia for Yomi or Yeye for Yomi, does know that she should be forgiven for allowing herself the privilege of writing about it because writing about it brings about a harmony that it is very, very easy to forget that you're in harmony with the principles of forgiveness because we don't always forgive ourselves. And malice is something that has been going around. And it is in our tradition, but guess what? It's in everything in the world. So we need to first stop and seek forgiveness for participating in it and step out of it, step out of the shadows of malice. It holds our hearts down. And social media is a good place because social media continues to popularize things that are negative. If you see one black beat another black woman or man, old person on the web and they got a million hits, you know that our people focus on negative. Anything that's negative that comes in. And it's not just our people, it's all people focus on the negative, wish for the negative to be a proper asset in their, I guess, social media um, feeding, feed, because most times you have really funny videos, but it's sad that it's all about negativity. And the next Odu that she got, Oye Okanron, really says why it's okay to laugh at people in our minds is because we are working on arrogance. And we all know before fall, before pride, pride comes before a fall. And it's it's a, a sad occurrence, but arrogance is pridefulness. And we see that on the day that Olamari, Olo Dumari would think, Oyeku, Okanran, I'm reading the Odu. On the day that Olo Dumari would think, would think that a star was being arrogant, we would see that star fall and disappear into darkness. I've seen that in people's lives that they were so super talented and arrogant that they were taken young from this earthly plane 
into the next dimension because they insisted upon being arrogant and not recognizing that everything comes from the blessing of others, blessing of the divine spirit, the blessing of the divine universe called creation. So everything is a blessing, and when arrogant people start talking and going through their better-than-everybody-else routine, it makes it's a turn-off. It's an absolute turn-off because what are you doing? Being arrogant about skills and talents that you were born to give the good to the earth and you can't do it if you are wrapped up in your arrogance. And Yeye Fayomi goes on to say arrogance, the exaggerating or disposed to exaggerate one's own work or importance often by an overbearing matter is not limited to egotistical, supercilious, and overconfidence, but has roots in fear that one's feelings that their lives may not matter or that we are not honored and have worth to other human beings. So there are several definitions before of malice and what it means in the human endeavors centered on our emotional landscape and how we express these emotions. I want you to really focus on this second do, which talks about arrogance and how the star fell. And the fact is, is that everybody processes differently. And some of, of arrogance may be a way to build one's self-esteem. But if you have to do it and dog somebody else out and you're doing it or di- dishonor another person or disrespect another person, then you are arrogant. I put a... um a video on the page uh, on Facebook, my page, E.I. Wolf for Lola. And it's a video about how a police officer went to church and was pulling, actually not pulling, but interrupted the service, get someone who was, being arrested, instead of waiting in the back, respecting the service, the sacred time that people come and serve their belief system, she interrupted it, and she continued to talk, and the minister was trying to get her attention to leave, and she just ignored him. And that is an example of arrogance. So there's arrogance in every part. 
and the wickedness of arrogance is that she didn't care she was interrupting the spirit and the connection from that God to the people that serve God. And that was something that is constitutional, the right to freedom of speech and stuff. There's no right to a police officer, or there shouldn't be a right for a police officer to go inside a church and just, you know, interrupt the services to to arrest somebody. That's true arrogance. There's another arrogance that people feel they're better than others because they have a better education. Just because one has education does not make a person better. It just makes them more knowledgeable. We're all in these situations together. So arrogance should not be a part of holding our accountability to anyone other than the spirit of creation that really is what we're about, you know. And spiritually, this message is about recognizing arrogance and if you're doing it, to change it. That's exactly what it is. Changing the way you do things. And so that arrogance needs to go. So I want to continue to read her words. Theologically, as a priest of Ifa, there is a need to confront and define this word in terms of our religious text because of its wickedness, but more be not because of its wickedness, but more because it is one of those emotional pains that will continue to explode in our collective communities worldwide until we're able to see its source and how to use the spiritual spirituality and daily practices to remove it from our heart. And malice, yes, it does have an aspect of negativity with the arrogance, but it's also something that is once done cannot be taken back. And she does say once a bell is rung, it cannot be already. It cannot unring a bell already rung. Once an action or a thing is done, the action cannot be taken back. Part of our sorrow that we cannot have validation of our feelings. And all of these factors contribute. Arrogance, you know, feeling better than others, leaving you better than others. And then also 
to forgive but not remember what you did so that when you see somebody else that did the same thing, you're hypercritical on them and you haven't remembered what you did. So there is that bit of wickedness which is more deceptive and deception within one self because if you have done something, you have to clean up your own problem, the roots of your problem. You have to clean it up. So in that way, she is talking to us to, yes, clean up our mess, but also define what malice is in our lives. And so that we go into a wolverine, a wolverine, Ika, another Odu, which says truth landed and turned into water. Wickedness landed and turned into laterite. Laterite, sorry. These were Ifa's declarations for a warring. When going to tear the bag of wickedness into pieces, he was advised to offer a bow. He complied. Let us tear the bag of wickedness and uphold truthfulness. Benevolence is profitable. Wickedness has no profit for human beings. So the things that we may be holding in our minds and are steeped in bad faith, you know, can either have self-deception or we can have an intentional, but it's still wicked. So we look at the definition of wickedness, which is the desire to cause pain injury, or distress to another, hatred, spite, malevolence, meanness, nastiness, cruelty, wickedness, mischievousness, evil, intent to commit an unlawful act or cause harm without legal justification or excuse. So I love the fact that she gives the malice definition for English language learners, an attack motivated by pure malice. That's one of their uh, definitions. So she claimed that her criticisms were without malice. So they teach them by using sentences. All this is about control, of course. White nicknames can just as easily be dispensed with affection as with malice. Either way, the practice is a stone alpha male, as social actions get. And she uh, cites Gary Trudeau in the Times. And there are symptoms of malice, cattiness, despite, 
hatefulness, malevolence, maliciousness, malignancy, malignance, malignity, meanness, nastiness, spite, spitefulness, spleen, venom, viciousness. And she also lists the words and phrases associated with malice. Malice, malevolent, malevolent, ill will, spite, malignity, spleen, grudge, mean the desire to see another experience pain, injury, or distress. Malice implies a deep seat often unexplainable desire to see another suffer, felt no malice towards their former enemies. Malevolence, I'm sorry, malevolence suggests a bitter, persistent hatred that is likely to be expressed in malicious conduct, a look of dark malevolence. Ill will implies a feeling of apathy, of limited duration, ill will provoked by a careless remark. Spite implies petty feelings of envy and resentment that are often expressed in small harassment. Petty insults inspired by spite. Malignity implies deep passion and relentlessness like those stalkers that people have, a life consumed by motiveless malignity, that serial killers. Spleen suggests the wrathfulness, release of latent spite or persistent malice, venting his spleen against politicians. So... Grudge implies a harbored feeling of resentment or ill will that seeks satisfaction. Never one to harbor a grudge was the sentence that was used. That whole concepts of those lines that were drawn in terms of words and phrases with malice, synonyms uh, that demonstrate the behaviors of malice. Malice definition is all about causing pain and doing people it. And one of the things that we have to recognize is when we see ourselves in those categories. I know for years I've held ill will towards my child's father, but last year I was able to let it go and release it to the heavens. And every time a little bit of the feelings come back, I fight the negative or the negativity of forgiveness, take back. 
<laughs> you know, once you forgive a thing, you can't take it back. So it does try to creep back in, but I remind myself that I have forgiven myself and I have forgiven him, and I need to move on, I say. And that has worked for me. And I am processed in the process. I'm a work in progress. I'm working on letting malice go in terms of the arrogance and being, you know, impatient with people who take a long time to do simple tasks, such as, uh, you know, taking one's name and address, you know, the, the data. Those people that, you know, do it slow, actually three million times, it's very easy to gain yourself importance, arrogance about you, you know, and you can do that in under 10 seconds, what they take in hours to do. And so that also, I find that coming in me, so I've got to fight it. The hope that I have in this broadcast is that those of us that have malice within us, that are queens, that are leaders within our community, that we take hold of that malice. We take hold of those evil thoughts that may not work for everyone else. We take we take responsibility and we make it happen because that's what we do. when we find part of malice in our statements, in our words, in our thoughts, we have to eliminate the power and the power of malice, especially if you are a priestess, and all women are priestess. We all have the capacity to be priestess for ourselves and to evaluate our own selves to see whether we are living with the power of love and ending the power of malice. And that is not an easy task. So we're going to continue to review this essay because it's phenomenal because it goes into bad faith next and I definitely want to share that but having only a certain amount of time I recognize that we have to be on top of what we need to be. And today's message and this week's message is about looking for those points of malice that are seeping into your life and cut them out. Identify where you need to be forgiven and forgive yourself. <laughs> 
and forgive other people. Let go of it because that type of thing burns your own life out. You thinking you holding malice against someone else, and it's make it makes you sick, and it holds illness and darkness inside your spirit. So you'll be attacked by other things, you know, cancer, big C, and other diseases that work on the inner body challenges. So I kept a lot of mouths for many years, and the result was uh, breast cancer and a brain tumor. So I want people to know that malice is a very, very dangerous thing to have, and it does definitely make it a bad time for you. So September 7th, you know, women stand up for your right to be counted. You are your own priestess. Allow your priestess to come out. We are all empowered with the goddess within, God within, the wild woman warriors who changed the heavens and earth because we are loved. We are the foundation of the family. Our roots are the people that have birthed us. We all have a mother and father. We are all their creation. No, we did not listen to the guardians of our childhood as much as we would have liked it. But I'm here to say this year is the 60th year for the children born in 1955. And I am one of those children. And I say to you that People who think that there's no karma, that evil has its balance with good, you need to take a look and see if you have malice inside you because you are continuing to tell yourself a lie. You cannot live in this world in whole mouth. So, Queen Mother, for real, is about to go off, and I say that this morning, God bless you and keep your malice in your heart down. Find the malice and get rid of it. Be your own surgeon. Thank you for listening. This program was sponsored by Ifa Hathaworth. And we give thanks to all the spirits that have joined us. We love you. We pray for you. And we pray for ourselves.
that all is well this week and that we're able to build great bridges to our future, I say. Giving thanks to all the divine spirits, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless. Have a magnificent week, and I will see you again next Monday with more on balance and why it needs to go as soon as we can say go. It needs to go. So, I thank you for joining me, and I give you bond farewell, and I will talk to you later this week on the Queen's Round table. I say, I say, I say, oh, give pay.